Yo, yo, what's up, Roman? Good, man. So, did you check out that, that thing that uh, Ryan Florence just wrote about Remix? I did, I did see that. I did see that. It, it's actually, it's, it's very, very surprising. I don't know how, like, eventually the point is that Remix outperforms everything. Yeah, like every, every possible variation. And I don't know how that's possible with like the streaming thing. Honestly, I don't know what what's the tech behind the streaming component in React Server component. Yeah, like what's the like how is that? Like, I think I, I read somewhere that it's called like a web streaming API or something like that. Like actually, I didn't dig into it, so I'm not completely sure. Like I know there's this but, uh, this 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 format that it sends over, and I think he talked about it in, in in the article, where it sends this like huge, um, you know, some sort of like weird format. But I don't know if 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 it has anything to do with that streaming API. I'm not sure either. Like to my understanding, they. Again, they got to stream some sort of blob or JSON response that has like references to certain DOM nodes or yeah, or like describing like the 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 the, the VDOM tree maybe or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but it, but I, I was really surprised that it. I mean, it does make sense after I after I like understood the whole issue with. And he explains it in the blog post, the whole issue with like render then fetch, mm-hmm. right? This whole like yeah. thing. I'm going to pull up that. I'm looking for it. I'm just trying to pull up that article. Funnily enough, visiting their website, I couldn't find it. The remix website? Yeah. Uh, find it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm going to Twitter my latest tweets and replies. That was just, there we go. React Server Components and Remix. Yeah. So I, I get the I, I get the thing about the, the network waterfall. It made that it makes like, sense. Yeah, right? that, that makes sense. Like that part. I don't understand like why isn't the whole streaming thing. Like I would expect, I would expect that like uh, like that the first render would be quicker. With React Server components because it's supposed to, right? Like as soon as you like render the first thing, it should already send it over. It should, but at the end of the day, it 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 doesn't because it renders like the the markup, but it doesn't hydrate it with data yet. That's what he was talking about because you got to kind of render something from the server, so kind of render some HTML, then stream in the data. So the streaming from the data is then again exactly what he talks about is render, then fetch. Right, but like the surprising thing is that there's like at the top level there's like some static markup there, mm-hmm. right? So what I was expecting is that that like static like you know the layout thing would be sent over because if you see those demos, right? Like mm-hmm. that even in that case of like the first um, like the initial where the user just sees like something remix still like outperforms yeah right? and i don't understand how that makes sense because remix is not supposed to send anything until it fetches everything 
right? Well, yeah, it has to get the, no, but again, Remix works as a complete server-side rendered approach, right? Right. Every request then thereof triggers the data fetching on a server, right. a node server or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, on a node server, but it doesn't matter what the platform are. That's like their, their thing is being completely platform um, agnostic. agnostic. Yeah. So you go, you hit a request, the request then triggers a fetch to somewhere, doesn't matter where, and that generates the HTML that goes down the wire. Right. right. So it already comes with the data. It's the same kind of thing that Next does at the end of the day. Right. It uses a React DOM rendered to, to string, the server rendered to string, or whatever yeah. you call that method. So it basically brings down HTML with the data, with all the markup you already want. But then the surprising thing is that how does the hydration process in Remix work so fast compared to? Like, I don't know that you necessarily have an, a high because I remember them talking about like you don't have to have you don't any have to, JavaScript on your you don't have to it's a render static markup but if you put like any kind of functionality like you put it a React hook right in state or something it has to hydrate that right right but then again I'm not completely sure I like I went wonder. through I went through the tutorial yeah like the vlog tutorial I did that my mind was blown away how easy it was seriously yeah but then again like I'm I I didn't open up the network tab and look every second yeah and, obviously and, and kind of try and test it and benchmark it again no it was just reading and writing from the file system and rendering stuff out. I mean, in terms of like the the network, like waterfall, essentially, you, you like if you if you're working on a next app, right, mm -hmm. that has no server components, you fetch everything in your like at the like page level. You're supposed to see the same type of of, of well, like, that that depends again. And if you're doing completely static, you shouldn't. Like, no, yeah, I'm like not, everything happens at build time. Right, right. No, I'm talking about like SSI. Right? Okay, you're supposed to see the same thing because what Remix does is it just checks like all the loaders, right? Mm -hmm. Specifically, I think in this demo, the thing that's maybe like not great about this demo is it doesn't have nested routes, right? right. So it might not be like a good indication. No, one of them does have nested routes, I think. Does it? I think he said here that 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 they don't right uh the next js demo he does kind of take the next js second else clone and that one doesn't have it um and talks about the, the hacker news clone has i think no it doesn't have any listed route no but again you, like the, the what you do see is when using server components you see the payload of all the stuff right so it's just yeah. big json right. that has like it's again it's kind of like the react dom tree or the virtual dom that's supposed to go in there right right compared to what remix does is it's just like a function a function yeah that kind of has uh the create element method that's being called mm -hmm. and some of the import but then every other kind of click that it has it only sends down JSON, right? And or markup. But like I, I'm like I wonder. I'm saying, what's the difference if if you just like think about like your your classic like Rails controller, right? 
Don't talk to me about rails, man. <laughs> all right, I, I all don't right. know. I don't, Think like, about your 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 classic uh, express, um, you know, handler, okay. right? It fetches all the data. You can do it, you know, parallel, right? By using like I don't know some uh, like uh, you know I don't know promise all or something, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you if you fetch everything in parallel and then you take all that data and you you know, shove it into some templating engine and you send Whatever, that back, yeah. it should, shouldn't it be, you know, perform the exact same way as Remix does in terms of speed? It's like the exact same thing. If you don't have that nesting. I'd imagine it, again, depending on the, the speed of the templating engine. Because again, okay. I, don't, I don't know, like, what is a comparison? I've never checked and never measured, like, how does I don't know EJS or what is it the Nunchuck or right. Jade or Pug or whatever performs against like React's render to string? But assuming assuming you do call render to string in both cases, I'm just saying that in terms of like the network activity, it mm -hmm. should be like exactly the same as it was in like the classical and you know the traditional web development model where you just fetch all the data for your like route, right? Or like your view or whatever you want to call it. It's like the exact same, it should be the exact same speed. So I don't understand how, and if you're talking about like React server components, so like the whole premise is that you get something right away, right? Like that's like the whole thing. So I get, I would expect Remix to outperform in a use case where you do have those nested routes, right? Mm -hmm. And so in the Remix model, you would have like nested routes and in the server components model, you would just have like nested components. I would expect Remix to outperform in that use case because Remix knows in advance all the loaders so it can send out all the requests together and React Server components would have to just like go one by one, right? right. So I would expect Remix to be better with like fetching with like finishing the whole process but i would expect react server components to be better at showing you the first thing like something you know yeah but they did show there's something but it does show something the thing is but then it triggers kind of the suspense and kind of the data fetching of the server components so then it needs to go and get its data yeah but but still it looks like like what he showed here that even in that use case of like uh i think like I don't know how, how you call it time to first byte or time to what whatever, right? Yeah. Like the time to like the first thing that you see something on the screen still looks like Remix does better. And that's surprising to me. Like I don't understand that use. I don't know. I kind of want to, I need a kind of refresher. I did read this in the middle of the night yesterday <laughs> yeah. and just send it over. But let's have a look. So right now we're kind of trying to have a look at the Remix versus server components. Yeah. So one, this the one... first video in, in the article that's in the remix run blog that's kind of just showing the initial load of which one is this one yeah so th th this is like the this is the surprising use case this is the initial load yeah you you clearly see that with remix you get something on the page faster, faster. and that's surprising to me but that you know we need to try and understand what exactly is like the data that it is fetching, right? So we could easily look at that because we do have the source code here. You did, Ryan, 
very nicely yeah, 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 yeah. added like the demo here and the source code so the first one was uh the hacker news one but that's not what we were looking on in the first video which one is this one the first this video the, the initial yeah it's the, the first one is the react core team demo that they made yeah for so the announcement we don't have that one so we can't look at it but then so we let's move on to the next one so this is but, but do you get what i'm saying though why it's surprising in that use yes case? I, he also talks about it that it surprised him as well yeah the well i don't know and the react team and server components keep having this excuse of this is still not ready it's still in alpha right but god damn it's been so long already talking about it and also like the suspense features and all right yeah i was sort of like i got my hat my my ass handed to me you know on twitter when i was like i was like playing around with um you know this there's this uh project called real world app yeah you know, know that one. Yeah. so like uh, every time i want to try a, a different technology because i'm very familiar with like it, the api and the market there mm -hmm. every time i want to try a new technology i, I you know try and take uh try and build it build this sort of app they have it's called conduit like it's yeah. sort of demo um it's like a, a medium clone type of thing so i tried to build it with this new technology and i was trying i was hacking around trying to do it with remix and i was like and i found myself sort of um fetching uh, you know like going like to multiple data points at the page level sort of like you would in like a next js app right yeah and because i was trying to like the, the most interesting part about remix to me is the thing that where they say that typically uh data requirements live at the top at level. like no at route boundaries right that's like their point they're like saying like usually the point where you need some piece of data is at like the boundaries of the routes and i was like trying to understand that idea so i was like out my sort of my hope was well, maybe we should clear like what that means when you say kind of the boundary okay so this is how i was like what i was hoping that would happen sort of is that you know with this real world app this conduit thing mm -hmm. right so basically you have like a few um levels where you need data right so you need data at like the top level yeah mm -hmm. you can click on the on the demo here to see it yeah i just want to see it so this yeah, is... yeah go, no go below you have like their hosted demo thing click uh, on conduit, conduit. Yeah. yeah okay so you see you have this like top top bar that's like the first place where you need data you need like the user mm -hmm. like the authenticated user then if you go one level below that you need the, these like popular tags thing and those are like different apis so like at right. the top level you need to go to like slash user or something like that and at this level you need to go to like slash tags mm -hmm. or, or something right and then here to get a feed there's also a feed here, yeah there's so like an articles section api and has a feed. yeah so like my hope was that i would have like each endpoint called at a different like level right so in a, in a waterfall again that's where you're no going. you wouldn't get a waterfall because you know because remix um sort of knows 
So let's let's kind of let me put in the mental model for me okay. for next year. So in the Next.js app, say this is the what you're rendering. So you'd go and get the like and get server-side props or get static props yeah. or whatever, like back in the day, get initial props. Uh, you'd go and you had to go and get the user first. So say it's on a different service like Auth0 or something. So you're gonna check if the request has some headers or some shit like that, go and, and get me that user and get some data for the user to know if he's logged in or not, if he's authenticated, et cetera, et cetera. Then you need to go uh, and get the popular tags. But, but the thing is, you would have to hit the three, those. And all those things happen on the server, right? On the but they, they, need, they would have to happen at the, at the same route, right? You would have, let's right. say you had like a home route. Right. And that home route would right. have like. All that is in one page. In one like function. You would mm -hmm. go like, give me like the user, the tags, and the feed yeah, at so the same. The function we're talking about here is like I mentioned. Yeah, like a get side. service side props yeah. exactly, and that to me sucks, right? Like I don't want to fetch. That's the whole premise of like React server components to me. That each component has its own. Yeah, it, that it's in, right. In, in terms of mental model, it's much easier thinking like that. It says I, I don't give a shit what what goes on like around me. I just want this component needs this data. Go get the data exactly. when you need to render. Exactly. Even if you're rendering on a server, go get the data. It's the same idea as with like anything else, as even like with CSS. You want to have it where if you delete this component, everything that's related to this component goes away with it, right? Yeah. You don't want to have to delete that component and then, oh, I need to go to the top level uh, page and delete the data, you know, yeah. fetch that, right? So that's like the cool thing about React Server Components to me. And so I was hoping when I was trying out Remix, I was hoping that in some way I didn't fully understand how to build the app, right? But mm -hmm. I was hoping that I would find myself in a situation where each one of those three fetches would happen at like different levels, you know? Yeah. Uh, and not have them all at the same place. So I was able to separate the user one Mm -hmm. from the articles and the feed one because what it what you have in remix is you have this root route right yeah the outlet and, so you have a root right and then you, it has like an outlet and then you have let's say like an index route because i was thinking in a model of like okay if i want to go to the home page right mm -hmm. like this is the home page if you look at the url yeah right it, this is just like the home page right it's just like a slash yeah so basically it hits it hits two routes the root route and the index route, mm -hmm. right? So at the root route, I would fetch the user, mm -hmm. right? But then in the index route, I would have to fetch both the tags and the articles. Right. And, and, and that pissed me off. I was like, no, like that's not what I want, right? I want the fucking uh, tags mm -hmm. to fetch the tags. That's why we love React Query, right? Right. Because we want that, you know, that co-location. Like, that's the whole fucking point. So I was like, this this thing sucks. And I was like, then I tweeted out that, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> from my experience, this idea of this like... No of, yeah, you, yeah, you like saying stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, um, I was like, you know, from my from my vast experience of playing around with it for 30 <laughs> minutes for 30 minutes i have come to the to the conclusion 
that um, this idea is wrong. And the React Server Components model is, is you know, better aligned with, you know, real world uh, requirements. Because I was like, if I can't do it with a stupid little demo app, mm-hmm. there's no way it's going to work for like, a, you know, for like a real, you know, business production app, yeah. right? So, and then Ryan Florence, um, uh, you know, showed up in the, in the comments yeah. and he was like, um, this is how I would do it. Right. Essentially. Right. And he showed like this sort of picture of like the nested routes. Here, let me read out your tweet. You right. said, I think that Remix Run is very, very cool. But from my experience, the idea that data usually lives at route boundaries is just not true. The server components development model may not be able to paralyze all data features, but I find it more aligned with common requirements. I was referring to, I don't know if you saw, did you see the a meetup they did in Utah? No, I missed that one. Right. It's on my watch later list. I, I, there's so much too too much stuff. I was thinking to myself and I was about to tweet it out, but like again, yeah. you don't always want to tweet shit out. So, so, so the abundance of yeah. information and misinformation that lives online today, especially on tech, but around everything in the world nowadays, yeah, is just staggering. It's crazy. You, you can't keep up with everything. No. No. But I was like looking, I, I was, it, Ken Dodd and Ryan Florence did this meetup at Utah because they both live in Utah. Everybody. Yeah. Like, like, well, like even like, Tanner Lindsley. Yeah, right, Utah. right. Yeah. Like, look what's I don't going know. on there. All it, these Mormons are, yeah. like, they, they got it, the is, super is coding it, power. Is it like a Mormon like HQ? Or some like Utah, Utah? Yeah, I think it's like, it's like the Mormon? biggest po- uh, set of population of Mormons. Really, I think. Okay. Yeah, in general. I, well, yeah. We, so, well, yeah, we're we're. So anyway, point. Yeah. I was referring to that meetup where Ryan talked about this whole thing. That that's the, was the first time when I heard him talk about that. I understood the whole, you know, per. I don't, I can't say the, that word. Parallelism. Parallelism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with yeah. with uh, Remix works because you see that's when it clicked that like React Server components, they don't know until they render the component, right? Right. Because Facebook's had- Right, it needs to go top down. It's a tree. It goes from the top and then all- They the don't components. know what data to fetch until they render the component. So it necessarily is a waterfall in terms of like the network, right? It doesn't necessarily create an, uh, a, a waterfall from like the user, you know, from the user uh, experience, but the network tab is necessarily a waterfall mm-hmm. where Remix, right? If you have nested routes, imagine that you have like, you know, home and like, you know, slash article slash one, right? Right. So they know in advance the loaders that you have deep down right, right? so they can they can run aggregate. that loader and yeah. aggregate everything to one call exactly so and that's what facebook actually does with relay mm-hmm. right like they have like nested components they have like these graphql queries mm-hmm. and somehow relay like aggregates all of them and just sends them all out like in one go yeah or, or something like that because i think it's similar to how like react queries approaches with um like the server model it has. So with Next.js, when you use React Query, you kind of prefetch everything on like the page level. So then if with you have- With the initial data thing, you mean? Yeah, with the initial data. So you could kind of trigger 
buy a key to do a prefetch and then like you hydrate well not hydrate but you fill that key up with uh with data which is exactly kind of for like being used later on yeah. to, to get onto the class so if you already prefetched it and that you're nested down and like five levels deep in a component and you just use the use query hook for that thing and use the same key that was already used you get that data. yeah so yeah. it's like the same thing but reverse right it's like you fetch everything at the top level and then down there it doesn't need anything and the relay model and the remix model is that like you sort of statically analyze yeah you go through it know all the data fetching methods and kind of bring yeah, hoist them up exactly and you, so and the thing uh, the good thing about that is that it allows for that co-location that we love right mm -hmm. where the top level page doesn't know anything doesn't shouldn't care yeah it doesn't know anything about like what he, what it needs right and the the framework handles that for you it just crawls down your your you know route uh, tree or not tree like route like path or whatever yeah. right and it sort of aggregates all the loaders the cool thing is it sort it can also aggregate like the scripts the the css it knows in advance everything that yeah. you need no, they they made something that is fucking cool. I yeah. like I'm I'm experiencing true real dev FOMO here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I I want to throw next to where right now. And <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm such an Exodus fanboy, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but just seeing like reading that thing and seeing all the videos that do those comparisons, like that's what gets us always, right? Yeah. That side by side comparison. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So this compared to this, and this is X times faster or percent wise faster. And we're all about metrics. Absolutely. And, you know, it's so easy, but that's also why I'm like really into Svelte, always kind of played, played it to me because, you know, Rich Harris and all this stuff that he was showing around, like every time there was some sort of talk about, Mm, React is performant or unperformant compared to Svelte. And then he'd like go and do something with Svelte that took like half the lines of code and was like X10 more performant and everything that has to do like with rendering really complicated stuff. Yeah, it's kind of that same thing. And it absolutely you know what gets me honestly is not the performance. What gets me always is like the elegance, right? Mm. It's like how elegant is the solution? And, and this sort of idea that, that's why reactive components is so appealing to me because this idea of like this co-location, like each component just knows about like itself and it's all encapsulated so nicely, that's what gets me, right? right. Uh, that's why I really like, like the concept of model federation because then it's just a module. It doesn't matter if it's a component or not, but you could request that component from the network and it'll already have all the things you need, you know? Absolutely. And I just saw something on YouTube, I think by Frico Camp, where I forget I forget his name. It's like a known YouTube instructor. There's many. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, but it, it, he has sort of like a red hair. Um, right. I don't remember his name. He's well-known, I think. Does he have glasses? No, no glasses. No. Well, no, I don't remember who, but he has, he, he, he has like this hour and a half sort of tutorial about module federation because I, I like oh well jack her jack yeah, her yeah, yeah 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 exactly of course jack yeah has like an hour and a half yeah tutorial and i, I was like starting i started watching it but i didn't um get i don't know fun. jack is putting out so much content lately it's crazy just, it's been crazy like 
he's the reason why I wrote that uh, blog post about uh, using model federation with Next.js. Like he put out a video like that was, I don't know, a 30 minute video that like triggered my brain. And I said, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just follow around like the video. I'm also gonna write it down. And uh, besides that, he was nice enough to kind of uh, uh, um, chat with me a little bit. And also I kind of, I was, I'm lucky enough to know Zach a little bit, Zach Jackson, the guy behind Model Federation. And I also kind of asked him to review it and look at the, the couple of, yeah, he, in the, but Jack, seriously, he puts out so much stuff, his whole like series about no BSTS is really great. I but didn't again, see it. It's cool. Like yeah. I've seen like maybe one or two videos, but there's, I don't, 10 part series. I don't know how. Does many. he do crypto stuff or am I, or am I confusing no. him with someone else? You're confusing it. Jack does mostly that kind of content. Otherwise, he also has like a complete day job as a principal engineer. I think it, he used to work for Nike. I'm not sure if he still works for Nike. But yeah, he he's prolific. Yeah, like all these guys that I, I, I always kind of think to myself, like, where did the, the fuck did I get the time? Absolutely. How did they find the time? Absolutely. It's crazy. I don't know. Like it, it's it's and it's so much work you know like recording and editing and like you don't it's not that it looks like that in youtube but it's not like you just crank it out and just hit deploy right no, exactly it's, it's like right now this is the first time we're trying to record a podcast episode it took us forever we didn't even know what the fuck we're doing we just have a microphone here absolutely so said, that's the way to go by the way like i think lean that, version lean yeah if i would ever you know try and like record something to youtube or something like that i would try and make it as little editing as possible because like that's the only way that i would ever actually get yeah. it done so by the way zach like if you see any video that zach puts out yeah it's always in just you know just putting i, I don't know what he's running i think it's like quick time and just basically recording <laughs> like the webcam he has and the screen and just going through it that's the way to go yeah that's the way to go like if you actually want to get you know things done and you're a normal person and not like this uh you know uh this content like creator yeah this, this like con <laughs> this like you know like a medusa person that can do like but it seems like everyone like well at least all the people that i guess we follow and know and kind of trying to look up to are are guys that do this you know you look at i don't know Nadar Dabit. Well, now he's on the crypto train completely, so he's uh, no, no longer with us. I guess he he does stuff. He does a lot. But dude, he, do you know that guy? Like, or like he has family in like Ramallah or some shit. Yeah, yeah, he's Palestinian. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, uh, he's Palestinian and like Southern. He has this Southern like, American, thick, yeah, like this thick Southern uh, accent. You don't. You don't really imagine the connection between the two. No, no, but he, he's a stand-up dude. Like he's, I've like chatted with him on DMs on Twitter. He's helped me out with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Really cool, really cool dude. But yeah, but you see like videos he puts out or any other like YouTuber or stuff. So he always has, he has this amazing setup, you know, he has all the lightings and a big mic and stuff yeah. and, and and Jack, by the way, it's a funny thing because Jack, it doesn't look like he has a lot, but his production value is amazing. Yeah. Like he always has these transitions. He always like films a little bit outside of him walking in nature. It's amazing. Like these guys, they do you know who I, I who I like love his style. I don't know if you've ever 
seen this is from the Laravel uh, ecosystem. No, no, you wouldn't find me in the Laravel ecosystem. Dude, Sorry, you, man. You just need to. He has stuff on like his name is uh, his name is Jeffrey Way. Mm -hmm. He has a website called Laracasts. Okay. He initially, like, he, he, I think he started off at like NetTuts. You remember that website? Oh yeah. That was like back in the back day. Back in the day with Linda yeah. and Tuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus. Yeah, Tuts yeah, Plus exactly. Yeah, it's new, but it's, yeah. it's the whole thing. Net Tuts. I think he started started over there. He has stuff about like you know all, all bunch of stuff, but you know mainly Laravel. What I love about his style is that you don't see his face usually. You just see like the you just see code most of the time, mm -hmm. and he just dives right into it. No introduction. No, hey guys, I did, nothing. He just dives right into the tutorial. That's what I like about Egghead. Like I've done a few tutorials on Egghead and it's using no BS around it. It's just straight up code. Okay, so here you want to learn how to use GraphQL. So yeah, you, you create but, a resolver and blah, 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 blah. But blah. Egghead is a little too fast paced for me. Yeah, sometimes. It's yeah, like, well, I haven't done a course on Egghead forever, but yeah, I know what you mean. I remember watching the advanced uh, component patterns course by Ken Dodds. Yeah, with the with the toggle and like essentially, it's a, it's supposed to be something fairly simple to understand. But I've sort of found myself watching every video like four times because it's so fast. Mm -hmm. It just goes goes through this whole idea so fast, and you just. It's, I don't know, it's hard to keep up. Well, yeah, I'm trying talking with Zach Jackson to, yeah. to explaining model for generation. Oh, yeah, no problem. You feel you put in a, a webpack plugin, you can just uh, roll in and then and, and write into the internals. And, and I'm like, wow, wait a minute. <laughs> Every Dude, time. These, these geniuses. <laughs> these, yeah. Anyway, let me let me uh, tell you what changed, what like sort of what happened with the remix thing eventually that made me understand what an idiot I am, yeah. right? And why it, it, it It's worked. always about knowing when you're an idiot. Yeah. And why it, it, it turns out that data lives exactly at the route boundaries, mm -hmm. right? Like it, it, it's just like exactly at the boundaries. You see that Dana Bryan movie? Yeah. I, yeah. see that. I don't know. You didn't see this? No, I missed this. It was like the most random thing ever. I what? was like, then. I was like, damn. That like, is having a renaissance. Like he's he he went off code for a long time. Now he's on vacation, also. I see. Yeah. But he's been like tweeting really weird shit about like just I don't know, emo music and stuff and math. Like <laughs> cool for him. Yeah. Like he's a really interesting. I, guy. I imagine he has like alerts on when anybody yeah. says server components. Yeah, right? probably. But like you probably get seriously like, who puts on like i don't have any alert about anything i no. just randomly go online and randomly open like social apps and sometimes i mean, I, I, I get, get it. it i think it's like a part of his uh, like you know uh, i i like he's uh, not a devro that's not his job right but i think i think it's important for him to sort of advocate like what the react core maybe if it's not his job i think it's important to him I know, but now after your interview with Ben and Wad, maybe he's getting a new job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that it's, shit was it's, it's Ben and Wad uh, Inc. Yeah, those guys. It was. Yeah. It, it was. It was great. Did you hear he's now a TikTok like superstar, Ben and Wad? I did. Got millions and millions of views for on like, uh, Yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Even I like read an article in in Israeli uh, tech website, like on Geek Time. Like they, the fact that they had an article about Benoit, I was like, what? 
to be to be honest like i think like he's a great creator but to be honest i never really liked anything that he does because he always does it in it's spite. just slow it's just no it's not about it it's just like it talks slow well i don't know i watch everything on like x2 on like what <laughs> on like two times the speed oh yeah yeah i don't know it's so it, it bugs me when the when the speech is like not natural uh, uh, i don't care i do listen to everything like even podcasts and stuff uh, i don't us? i don't know how some people sound like when i put them down back to normal speed because <laughs> really? of that seriously even like when 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 i was like a guest on podcasts when i listened to back to it i always put it on 1.5 really yeah all right i don't know then like even to listen to myself of how would i <laughs> would i sound when i'm 1.5 x right yeah well I, it's just also a time saver obviously obviously all right so about remix mm -hmm. what i eventually understood mm -hmm. that made me change my mind right is that open up the conduit thing again yeah right is, yeah. so i was thinking about nested routes mm -hmm. in like a react router v5 way mm -hmm. right and there are two concepts in react router v6 that you know remix is built uh built on that change everything right and sort of unlock this uh like these possibilities those things are layout routes mm -hmm. and index routes okay okay so remix has like these two concepts to, uh, and, and also i had to sort of had a little have a little mental shift so what yeah, I, I told you like well, I, it took me a while to understand like the the concept of the output and it's something that is also kind of very in line with what uh, Tanner Lindsay is doing like now with React Location. React Location. He also has the outlet, and that comes you say from like the re the React Router six, the five or six, v six, v six. Yeah, you know the outlet idea. By the way, it comes initially from Ember. You know, Ryan Florence was big in the Ember community. Oh, really? It comes know. initially, but it's very similar to like the kind of the, the idea of a slot, like also yeah. Svelte and other like i think solid has that and astro has something like that right yeah so anyways what i initially what i had in my routes was like i had the root route and then i had like an index right the, yeah. an index route because this is the home page mm -hmm. right and that's what i couldn't figure out like how am i supposed to split the data from the tags to the feed right because i can't put it in the root because right. not every not every page needs to have this tag section so how do i split it right so, and then i realized that you can have this these this concept of layout routes yeah right so basically if you put like a dunder you know like a double underscore mm -hmm. something right it creates a uh it creates a, a like a route without affecting the url really yeah oh, so you cool. can do underscore underscore what i did was underscore underscore home mm -hmm. right you know dot tsx at the top level of my routes folder right and there i fetched the tags mm -hmm. right and inside that you put an outlet so essentially like this whole like thing lived there and then in here like inside the feed itself okay it's inside so on the you're he, he, okay. roman is pointing out on stuff he's forgetting that we're recording this is a complete audio so he was pointing out that like uh uh the page uh the conduit page which is like the the whole uh 
a real world app. So on the right side, there's a sidebar that has the tags and in the middle, yeah. the global feed of articles again. Yeah. So, so imagine to, to the user and the listener, imagine like you have like this layout at the top level just renders like a nav bar with like, mm-hmm. you know, the user data. Okay. That lives in root.tsx. Okay. Right? It's the top level. Each page, every page needs, needs to share. That. That's what's shared across all pages. All pages, right? Right. You fetch the user data there, right? Then what you want is essentially you want like a shell, right? Uh, 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 if you look at this conduit app, it has sort of this like two co- two columns essentially, right? It's like one column is like popular tags mm-hmm. that you have, and the other column is like. It's like your feed with like a list of articles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it has these like tabs. So like if you're not logged in, the, the default tab is global feed, right? right? And that maps to like an API endpoint, like slash articles, mm-hmm. right? You get the global feed. And that's like it's supposed to be like the default one. So what I had was a double underscore home.tsx. That's where I rendered that layout for the home page, mm-hmm. right? And that's where I fetched the tags. And then what you have is a folder with the same name, double underscore home. And that only lives inside that component, kind of, and, or route. And, 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 you have it in your routes folder. Okay. You have like a, 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 a component called double underscore home.tsx, right? That's at the top level of your outfold. And then you have another folder at with the same name, double underscore home. Mm-hmm. And inside that, the index.tsx file that you have would be like the default, the default uh, content that would be rendered inside of that layout. It's so a little you, bit you'd confusing. Get, yeah, you get the header. Like from the layout, like from the root. Yeah, you get the header and then double underscore home dot TSX. You get the popular tags at the right side. Yeah, it is confusing. I'm kind of still not getting like I I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't sit well, like with my how I imagine. Exactly. That's why that's also like the, the outlet thing was really confusing for me. Like I looked at it like I ran the demo app of the blog and it was a part like in the middle where you kind of click on something and only that part changes and it took me a while i looked at the code and i was like i don't get it i don't get it yeah yeah it took me like 10 15 minutes going between files jumping around and trying to figure out how it works and reading again the docs and it's a little kind of it's a little confusing but essentially it, it allows you to have like three levels of nested routes even though you're on just like the home page yeah so right? this is classic for like tabs and stuff like that exactly make- exactly so you get that default tab is this global feed but if you click on one of these tags you're supposed to 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 get like another tab here another that re- that renders an article list filtered by the tag that you clicked on so how do you do that right mm-hmm. so what you do is you have inside of that folder you have like a dynamic segment, like dollar, dollar tag. Thing, yeah. And when you click that, you change the URL to like homepage slash dynamic tag, right? And yeah. and that's where- And everything changes in the middle. And everything, and everything changes. But you still have the layout and the feed. Exactly. And, and the tags, exactly, uh-huh. right? 
And it's like, so the only mental model shift that I had to do is like, understand that I, to do that tag thing in the URL, mm -hmm. right? And also you have another option where you have global feed. And if you're authenticated, you have your feed, mm -hmm. which is just like the articles by the, the authors that you follow, mm -hmm. right? right? So the, you do the same thing. You click on that, you change the URL to slash home slash feed, Mm -hmm. or something like that and then just this nested part changes right, right. and that and that even makes it easier for you to to determine this active tab over here right right because you used you just use a nav link right that's yeah. aware of the of, of the url i did this thing using like v and react query and everything i need to show you the implementation everything is like in state and you just toggle that state. Now I'm on the tab. Now filter by tag. Now filter by. So it, it's so, it's so much. So V React Query and Remix. No, no, no. no. Okay. I did another implementation with V. I see and... you're having lots of free time yeah. as well. <laughs> I did previous to this. I did an implementation with V plus React Query, mm -hmm. and there I did everything in state. Mm -hmm. You same. You have just have the same like URL, and when you click like on a tag, I would change the state, and then you know filter the article is. But and it was so, so much you know manual labor yeah. in comparison to what I did with Remix, where everything just aligned beautifully on this like routing system. Yeah, it it was just very little code. Very little code. And, and more so, more than little code, it was so declarative, mm. you know, everything was declarative, like, you know, it was just like, it's just mapped beautifully. <clears throat> it is complicated, like the whole, like, you know, underscore, underscore home, layout route, like don't affect the URL. And then yeah, that's, that's confusing. That's why I like, like Next.js. Next.js's model, like in terms of structure, makes much more sense. But it, but it wouldn't allow something like that. That's the whole point, right? right. It, you, you can't have you can't have three levels of nested routes on the same URL without this idea of layout routes and index routes. It it would just be impossible, right? Well, not per se. It all depends on what you define as layout, right? So next year, a lot of times, like you have like your topmost level component is the underscore app JS, right? That is where like you render all the React components of pages. So that's your router, basically. That right. Hold that's can it have? It can have a get side. It get server side prompts. It can. It does some deoptimizations to stuff, but yeah, it can. So essentially, in Next.js, you could only have two levels, right? You would have app JS get server-side props and index uh, JS gets server-side props. You could you can't get three levels. Well, no, that's not true. You can have like a page inside like the, the pages folder index JS, and then you can have uh, another uh, route under pages. So it could be like uh, I don't know demo. Okay, so you have a folder pages, then a folder demo. And underneath that, another index.js, and that'll give you. No, but then you would have you, you would have to go slash demo. Yeah, I'm talking about three levels on the same path. Well, that would require using dynamic routes. So that is like having uh, 
in brackets dot 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 uh, file name whatever the like the name dot 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 demo dot jsx or tsx whatever mm. it's your flavor and then you can kind of uh break down the query params so you get this object of all the the nested ones so then according to that you would just render a different component so you could achieve kind of the same yeah thing. like hack hack around it it's not so much of a hack that's the pattern you use there mm. so you could you, we do that like I, i've done it many times mm. um yeah but interesting it's interesting it's also again it's kind of a different mental model but but the most surprising thing about remix again is first of all the performance like the easiest the ease of the loaders it was just so surprising to me that you know this is like a random app thing right with like random data requirements i was so surprised that it, it just mapped one-to-one -one with the api requests each route pointed to exactly one api request how did that you know it was it, it just you know it was just surprising to me so what are you saying like uh, ryan florence and magic and, and michael jackson or i'm wizards yeah i'm they saying they are the nose to you know, of code they well, know how you yeah, want to write your api i was just thinking about that that, that like uh you know i've probably after working for like two decades in web development uh seen yeah they've seen of, they've seen everything, everything is coming back around also. exactly yeah so from now on like anything they say <laughs> i believe you know <laughs> i like whatever they say i believe you guys like i'm not gonna I question it they, again yeah, they 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 got my attention a long time ago absolutely yeah so yeah i don't know how how much longer we should record this. yeah let's wrap it up yeah we can wrap it up what what's like our, our thing for wrapping up i don't think we, i don't i don't think we have a thing yeah we don't have a thing <laughs> but we don't need a thing we no. you know let's just okay. let's like, just let's just cut it like you know without notice like in the middle of the sentence or something peace out <laughs> <laughs> all right guys bye bye bye